0: To sit down there and look at him, hero, and we are changed from one level of glory, from a realm unto a new realm, unto another realm, so we can behold, we can see him. Can be religious but you must not forget the essence of it why are we doing this scripture says that until we become just like him we are transformed from one level of glory unto another so we don't forget the essence we keep looking until we are changed until we are transformed just like him can you raise up your face unto heaven and say Lord I become like you I keep looking I will not change my face, I won't take it away because I will be like you, just like you, just like you until you are fully formed in me, until I am fully changed from one level of glory I will not settle for less. I will not settle for yesterday. I keep moving. I keep moving. I am changed. I am changed. I radiate your glory until I become just as you. Just as you. I keep praying. I keep pressing. I keep traveling. I keep studying. I keep worshiping. I keep gazing. Keep looking up. Oh, she never Beholding his goodness fits you, you clothe it. I am a question, I'm It fits you just your exact size, just like him. Your goodness, ah, I rejoice in your goodness, Jesus. Your glory, I wear your glory. We say your goodness looks good on me. Oh. Your
1: goodness
0: looks good on me. It looks so good on me, Jesus. It looks so good on me. Good so I will keep gazing. On. I will keep looking. Anyway, I am a worshipper. Hey, I'm- We're glad cool. we that you are cool. Sit down! Shake because you are good and your mercy is forever, it's forever. You see, even in the lowest time, he is a good God, even in the bad time, he is a good God. When it seems as if I've been crushed, he's a good God. When it seems as if I am pressed on all sides, this is a good God. Because I know, I am sure, he gives good gifts to his children. He's not a man, that he will lie. Neither is a son of man, that he will repent of his word. Because he is a good God. He will never lie. He will never fall. He will never falter. His word is true. And it's yes. And amen to the glory of his name. Hallelujah. His goodness this morning. He's a very, very good God. Hey. I am an sure Asha tire So so good God. So so good Jesus. Hey. So we say, Jesus. Are so, you are so good what no man can do. You have done for me what no man can do. You have done for me what no man can Which you have given What no man can do You have done for us What What no man man can No man, no man You have done for us What no man can do You have done for us Listen Jesus, oh You are super cool My darling Jesus You are so good, what no man can do. You have done for me what no man can do. You have done for me what no man can do. You have done for me what no man can do. You have done for me. So we say, Jesus. So hey, Jesus, Jesus, so Jesus. Jesus, 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 you are so. Hey. What no man can do, you, you are, are no God. No what no man can do, you, you are God. No what no man, what man can do, what no man can do, Jesus. You have done for me. You have done for me. His goodness in your life, the gifts of salvation, no man can ever give you. He has redeemed you from the kingdom of darkness and brought you into the kingdom of light. What more can any man do for you? Jesus came, He died, He resurrected, and gave you the keys to the kingdom. I am an usher, what no man can do. You are done for me no man can do you have done for me what no man can do you have done for me what no man can do hey, you have done one more time we say jesus Jesus. Hey. you are so good forget the gift of cars. he gives that to hold men Is beyond man. No man can do it for you. The gift of salvation, he has redeemed you, gave you to see. The Lord has redeemed. Motupe, motupe oh, motupe, motupe oh. Hey, Jesus, motupe oh. I have received favor. I have seen mercy. This is me rejoicing in His mercy. Look at my life. I had nothing. I was homeless. I was roaming about, but Jesus. Yes, he gave me a new name. He gave me a new name. He called me the redeemed of the Lord. He called me his own. He gave me his name. He said, You are God's alive. He gave me a new definition. I have nothing to worry about. I am secure in him. I dwell under his shadow. And so I am covered. I do not need to fear. Do not need to worry because He is my God. He has given me a new name. I rejoice in Him. I rejoice in His mercy. Hey, you hey, That is why I am happy. Ah, I am not mad. I am not crazy. I know what I have received. I am, What you what you what 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 you better, what you better, Oh It's all we nimo to just me it's all we
2: our family song. You know the drill, let's swing. protection, Psalm 91. If you know it of by heart, great, but if not, you can look at the screen or your Bibles. Because we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, we shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, who will say of the Lord, he is our refuge and our fortress, our God in him shall we trust. Surely he shall deliver us from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover us with his feathers, and under his wings shall we take refuge. His truth shall be our shield and our butler. We shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand shall fall at our side, and ten thousand at our right hand, but it shall not come near us. Only with our eyes shall we behold and see the reward of the wicked, because we have made... Even the most high our habitation, no evil shall befall us, and no plague shall come near our dwelling place. He will give his angels charge over us to keep us in all our ways. He will bear us up in their hands, lest we dash our foot against the stone. We shall tread upon the lion and the adder, The young lion and the dragon shall we trample on our feet. Because we have set our love upon him, he shall be... He will set us on high because we have known his name. We will call upon him and he will answer us. He will be with us in trouble. He will deliver us and honor us. With long life, he will satisfy us and show us his salvation. With long life, he will satisfy you. With long life, he will satisfy you and show you his salvation. Hallelujah. Let's have our seat in God's presence. We have a lot of testifiers today. Hallelujah. So if I call you, you will use two minutes, not more, so that others can have the opportunity. Okay, so we'll start with Busola.
3: Good morning, church. Good morning.
4: I want to thank God for spiritual growth. You know, I was really contemplating giving this testimony because I just you know I, I felt like devil was telling me that I was like, it's just won't we calm down like why are you so excited but I said no I was gonna testify um, you know I, I felt like the retreat dug up something in me that I didn't even know existed um, you know when I when I backtracked, like did a review of my life I, I, I came to realize that I'd been living The bucket life, like the bucket type of life where, you know, all my life I go to church, pastor would preach, I'll just take deposits somewhere, you know, listen to content, you know, social media, I just pick deposits somewhere. You know, forgetting that constant engagement with the Bible, constant prayer is what is going to dig up, you know, the world in your life. And just like Jesus told the woman, the Samaritan woman by the world that... Um, this water I will give to you, you will never test again. It's going to be like a spring of water, you know, welling up to eternal life. I didn't I didn't know, I didn't, you know, think of it that you need to start, um, you know, constantly working in that process. I didn't know that it was in that process that good was going to happen. I just thought, you know, you just go to church, take what they have to say, receive it, without my own, you know, personal um, having to do my own work as well. Um, last week, I, my parents called me, so they were just checking up and on. And they were like, what happened to your voice? You saw me last week, you know, my voice, you know, was gone. And I was like, um, we went for retreat and all. She was, my mom was like, are you a chorister?" I said, no. So she was like, well, I need to she said, yeah. like, what's your own? Why is your voice gone? And I was like, mom, it's prayers. Like, she had to ask again, what? I was like, prayers. I'm sure, you know, she would go back and be like, what's happening with this girl? Like, how would her voice have gone, you know, because of prayers? But, you know, I've got to realize that, you can't just sit by. I mean, just like you go to a gym, someone is on the treadmill working out. You can't just sit by and expect that mm. as a person is working out, you, your calories get gone or, you you know, the changes are going to affect your own body. No, there's going to have to be a time where you have to engage the treadmill yourself. Mm. And because it's in that process that growth happens, and I'm just thanking God for this process. You know, I'm thanking God because I wouldn't have thought that, you know, I could this type. I mean, last week, it was like, oh this bro just carried me where I don't know. Like, my my spiritual senses were heightened. If I'm not doing this, I'm like, let me pray, let me pray. Let me, like, when well, I say someone was just after me, like, you've so, like, not done this, you know, there is that constant reminder that, girl, you are in the process, and that's where growth happens. And I just want to thank God because Alleluia. I'm on the treadmill, and I'm in my own process. Praise Alleluia.
2: God. Hallelujah. We thank God for the testimonies of spiritual growth. Hallelujah. Okay, BC, call on BC. Some people have been testifying at every point, feed everything. Yes. So, ah, I love the consistency.
5: Good morning, church. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, it's true. I've been testifying everywhere. Too much testimony. So today, I want to testify of God's greatness in my life. Like, I can now say, God is my Father. Like, I'm just understanding it That God is my father And he loves me so much So, during the retreat I discovered that When they said He's um, going to reveal yourself to you So, I had I had What you can call dust allergies So, there's no week that go by That I don't have to use loratadine Because achim, achim, everywhere But then I was telling the people in my room That, okay ah, By tomorrow morning I'm going to sneeze she was like, ah, you are saying it. I said, by tomorrow morning, I'm going to sneeze. It's just something that happens. She was like, why are you saying that? Then at that point, she was like, we are going to pray about this. It might not go totally, but then we are going to pray about this and it's going to go. And I'm going to tell you, this is one of my best week yet because, well, it's not itchy high and it's nothing, nothing like that. And that stuff just made me know that I have commonized something that is not part of me. It should not be in my existence And I have made it part of myself, like a norm. It's like taking a bad and putting it inside your good, like, eh, we will take this bad with the good? And, well, thank God for revealing himself to me. And I want to thank God for my auntie, because the devil wanted to turn our testimony into tears. But God made it permanent. I want to thank God for correction, out of love, because my heart was heavy at one point, where I was about to spend the money which I shouldn't spend. But then, that was the first time I actually feel when your heart is cooked. Like, normally, I'll go ahead. But then, God actually held me and corrected me. And throughout the week, He has been. So, He has been revealing things to me. Like,. Well, I've read the Bible more than I have this week. I have worshipped God more than I have in my entire life. Um, it revealed something to me in Psalm 24. And it was really mind-blowing. Because I don't know why I kept saying, Open up your doors, O Ye Gate. And it'd be lifted up. So I thought the gate was... Well, we are talking about congregation. Most times we do it in church and it's oh open your head. And I was like, oh, God is coming to the church. But then while I was going through different translations, I saw that the gates were actually we people, we are the gates, humans are the gates. So we are actually opening ourselves up for God to come in. And I want to thank God for that revelation.
1: Thank you.
6: Yes, it's working. Good morning, church. Um, So I want to thank God for confidence and boldness to be able to give a testimony today. Um, So I'm one of those people that believe that testimonies are a ways to expose yourself and expose all the things that are happening in your life. So I wouldn't, it's something I've always shied away from because really it's not your business, but... It's now looking like there's some things that God is doing in my life. And um, so I want to thank God for breaking shame to be able to come here. While um, the first person was talking, I had to go outside because it just felt like, I mean, I gave last week, I gave the week before. And it's like, Toby's okay now, like, can you move on? But here I am again today. And I was just, you know, walking and trying to figure out how I would say it because I used to rehearse my testimonies. But this week, a lot happened, I didn't get to rehearse, so here I am, so bear with me. Um, I want to thank God for Alfred, because he just gave me, said a word to me that made me um, figure out what I was going to say. So I started by saying that I want to thank God for breaking the hold of shame. Um, Receiving things from people has always been very difficult for me, and um, joining Hope Center, meeting PI... I realized that being in this community, I've sort of figured out that there are people that just come and just gift me stuff. And it's been a journey because I remember the first time I met P.I., there was a time Maureen gave me perfume and I had questions. I collected it, I was like, why is she giving it to me? Am I smelling? Um, Do I look poor? And I dealt with that. And I think I gave a testimony last week about how I would overthink. And that perfume gift was like a disease because I'm like, why would she give this to me? That was in 2018. And it seems like the gift hasn't stopped coming. Um, the things I wear, I cannot afford them. There are things that people give to me. And I've come to the point where it's been so difficult because, again, do I look poor? Why are you giving me these things? But I've come to understand that I'm a well of blessing. And when people choose to gift me stuff, it's because they see something that I don't see. And I want to thank God for coming into the acceptance that to be worthy of being loved, to be worthy of being gifted perfume, you're worthy of being gifted shoes. I kid you not. Sometimes I'm talking to baby I said like, I don't like it. She she's like, I know, buy it They give me. And that's literally clothes I wear everything I wear has been gifts and I want to thank God for cuz it was a shameful thing for me and this is a very big move to even say this because now I'm proud that people are seeing me and want to bless me so I want to thank God for breaking the hold of shame over my life to be able to receive <laughs> to be able to accept it and smile and enjoy it and um, yeah
2: Call on um, Aweli.
7: Good morning, Church. Good morning. Um, please, you are going to pardon me. Um, very good at giving testimonies. He's his home gay. Thank you. God bless you. Okay, so I want to talk about, um, I want to give God all the glory and also share um, my testimony to at least encourage someone or some people. Um, it might not be something that um, affects you directly but probably someone around you. Okay, it's about uh, my pregnancy journey. From the first month to the fifth month, to the sixth month, I was I was fine. Never. Um, I needed to do what I could do. And my husband was amazing. Okay, but towards um, the seventh month, oh my goodness, it was a roller coaster. I kept going from one admission to another, Uh, I would be admitted today, stay for three weeks or two weeks, go back home, the next two days I'm back. So it kept going on like that. And you know, at the same time, I kept um, getting transfused, like taking blood transfusion. It It was crazy for me. I was going through pain, I was going through a lot. I didn't just know how to stand on my, you know, I I didn't know how to just be strong. Thank God for my husband for, you know, the way he was just encouraging me and being strong for the both of us or for the three of us, including the baby in the womb at that time. And um, I just want to say thank you too to the people that were there for us. Especially when it came to the times we needed help, uh, especially for the blood transfusion, my husband would just call, and then whoever he calls is like, "I'm coming. When do you need me?" There's, there was no, "Oh, I'm sorry, oh, I, I can't." Oh, it was amazing. I, I just don't know how to. I'd not say thank you. Is it long, John? Long, John. Long, John. How far now? <laughs> like. Long John was amazing. He, aside from the blood transfusion, he was there. There were times my husband wasn't around and he would come and stay with me in the hospital to help me do things. It was just crazy. Is it Sami that was there for me? Is it Cyril? Is it my brother-in-law Andrew? Is it, I don't know, just so many people. As Cyril was there, even after... God, it's so long. I know they said two minutes, right? So let me rush. Okay, so um, a lot of people were there for me. So um, I would just, ha- I have to skip a lot. So um, at a point, the last time I, I had, they had to rush me to the hospital. My husband had to rush me to the hospital um, because I, ha- I was in serious pain. And um, it wasn't something we could deal with in the house. So when he took me to the hospital, uh, I think the next day I was asked to, do, to carry out a scan. I didn't do it because it was the weekend or it was public holiday. So I think that lasted for like two or three days, so I couldn't do scan that period. And then when it, um, the public holiday was done, the doctor came back and said, have you done the scan? And I said, no, because um, they, they were not opened. And then um, she was like, you need to do the scan today. So we did the scan. And then what was written on it was no measurable amniotic fluid in the sac. And I, well, when I saw it, I'm not a doctor, so. But then I just had a feeling that this is not a good idea. This is not good. So when they, the nurses saw it, they didn't say anything. The doctor came. Next morning, the doctor came, reviewed it, and was like, You shouldn't still be here. I'll have to speak with your consultant, you know, and, you know, get to hear from her and see what um, we should do next. In the evening, the consultant called me and told me, You guys, um, you need to. They need to carry out an emergency C-section, and I was like, okay. Uh, but then the hospital was filled up. Their theatre was filled up. They couldn't take up an emergency case. And then the, my consultant called and was like, you need to, um, you guys need to leave the hospital now. And go to another hospital. The ambulance that was supposed to take me there uh, <laughs> was unavailable. The driver of the ambulance said that he was somewhere. He went to pick something, so he couldn't come immediately, uh, meaning we had to wait. So when we told my consultant, she was like, no, you have to leave that place now. Uh, She called my husband, and they talked. My husband drove me to Luth, where they attended to us, which is something that if we tell people that, oh, they attended to us in Luth, they'd be like, huh? Huh? How do do, happen? you know, but then um, God just used the lady to help us, the woman, the consultant. He used that to help us. Because we, while we were there, uh, before I moved in, we saw a lady, as in my mom, it was my mom that saw the pregnant woman. She was due. And nobody responded to her. She was there in pain. But I, they just ushered me in, and all of them were asking me questions and trying to examine me. And they didn't even bother to say, okay, have do you have a card here, or do you have to go open a card? No, they just went straight to the point, and they're like, okay, we have to do a scan first, to be certain that, you know, it's what you guys saw, or the people in your, from where you're coming from, it's what they saw that's actually happening. And we couldn't do that scan that night, so I had to wait till the next morning. The next morning when they carried out the scan, um, while they were doing it, I was in serious pains. like my tummy was hurting, my husband was trying to calm me down. I couldn't. I was in tears. And when they were done, as I got to the... Because they couldn't get the results immediately. So when I got to um, the room, the hospital room, or whatever they call it, <laughs> um, they just they just came and then they told me immediately, you're going to the theater. The scan they wanted to see. Nobody requested for scan again. They just wheeled me to the theater did what they needed to do, brought out the baby at 34 weeks. And I was just happy and glad that the baby came out well and alive. And even the blood they requested for again at that time. Ginica was there to help. (laughs) JJ was there to help. I was like, wow. It was just so amazing. Is it the financial assistance? It was, I don't know. Bishop, I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to P.I. and P.O. They just surprised us. They kept surprising us, Sister Moyemi. I just, I just want to say thank you, thank you.
2: Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. We thank God. We thank God for His many, many miracles to us. When Toby was talking, just the fact that you are realizing your identity. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He says He will give us what, what we did not, you know, ask for. Land. You need to start small so that when the land comes and the houses, you'll be able to receive it. Hallelujah. Yeah. We have so many more people that want to, you know, testify, but we're out of time, so we're gonna move it to next week. But keep it coming, you know. Be a house of testimonies. Hallelujah. Yeah.
8: Hi, everyone. Good morning, church. Good morning, church. <laughs> Praise God. Um, I'm here to take the promise for the week. Hallelujah. You don't sound excited. I'm here to take the pro- Thank you very much. Praise God. <laughs> um, our promise for the week is taken from Psalm 37, verse 34. It says, Put your hope in the Lord. Travel steadily along his path. He will honor you by giving you the land. You will see the wicked destroyed. I want to read the TPT version. It says, So don't be impatient for Yahweh to act. Keep moving forward steadily in his ways. And he will exalt you to possess the land you will watch with your own eyes and see the wicked lose everything praise god as i was thinking or meditating on this scripture you know i was just ready to read the entire chapter and basically in this chapter david was talking about the wicked you know and how the wicked prosper and he was telling us not to envy the wicked you know we shouldn't envy what they have you know the things they do you know god is with you be patient that, that when you have time, you can read the entire chapter. But when he got to this point, he's telling us to be patient for Yahweh to act. Praise God. He's telling us to wait on the Lord. He's telling us to hope in the Lord. Do not be moved by the things that are happening around you. Do not be envious of what you do not have that others have. Do not be envious of the way the wicked acquire you know he's telling us to be patient and just reminded me of something that happened to me you know recently in my industry it's very easy it's so easy to make quick cash you know you can get kickbacks from your vendors you know it's just very easy you know to make quick money and not get caught you know and i when i when when i read the scripture god just reminded me of what I almost found myself doing, you know, by saying us to be patient. You don't have to do things, you know, the wrong way to acquire the promise that he has promised you. He said you should be patient and wait for him to act. You know, you don't have to try and figure things out your own way. You don't have to try and acquire possessions your own way. You don't have to do things the way the world is doing it. You don't have to do things the way the wicked is doing it. He's telling you to hope in him. You know, and he's telling you to steadily walk in his ways. I checked the meaning of steadily. That is without unwavering, without looking here and there. Steadily walk in his paths. This week, God is instructing us to hope on him, to wait on him. And when you wait on him and when you trust in him and when you walk in his ways, he will then bless you with the land. He will then bless you with the promises. I don't know what promise he has given you from the beginning of the year. I don't know what you are trusting him for, but he's telling you that this week... Hope in him. Wait patiently for him to act. It is not by power. It is not by might. It is not by what you plan on doing. It is not by what you intend on doing. It is by God acting. And he's telling you to wait. Don't be like Saul who was so impatient. You know, he was really impatient that he decided to act on his own. And he now decided to kill. What? He decided to offer the sacrifice. You know, and immediately he did this. The prophet came. He was impatient. Do not be like Saul. Do not try to figure things out. Do not look at this person that is making the money and driving the latest cars, you know, and, you know. Do not look at what is happening around you. Look unto God. Be patient. Wait patiently for God to act. It's an instruction, a clear instruction from God this week. Then He will bless you with the land, and He says you will see. He said, you will see it yourself when the wicked shall fall. You will see it, you know, in due time when the wicked shall fall. But what? Be patient. Wait patiently for God to act. So this week, we're going to pray to God to help us. We're going to pray to Him to help us trust in Him, to help us wait on Him, to help us believe in Him, to help us hold on to His promises, to help us walk in His path steadily, Without wavering, without doubting, we will believe in his word, we will trust in his word, you know, and then we will possess the land, we will possess the promises, we will possess our possession, but what? We will wait patiently for the Lord to act. Can we all rise up on our feet and pray this morning? We will not be impatient, we will not be impatient, we will not lose focus, we will not be envious of the things that are happening around us, but we will wait patiently on the Lord. We will trust in the God of our salvation. We will trust in him. We will wait on him to act on our behalf. We will wait on him to do that which he has promised to do, because he says that he will give us the land. So we will wait patiently on him, we will not move to the left, neither will we move to the right but we will walk steadily on the path that he has set before us we will walk steadily in his ways in the mighty name of Jesus I want us to pray and ask God to help our unbelief in any way that we doubt in any way that we, we doubt his promises concerning us or in any way we must have doubted his word concerning us I want you to ask God to help you To help you believe, to help you believe, to help you believe in his promises, to help you believe and trust that he's able and he's faithful. I want you to pray. If you are here and you doubt that can God really do this, if I don't do this by myself, would God really help me? I was broke and I had the opportunity to make quick cash. You know, at that point, I was doubting that God is my provider and I almost But thank God for accountability and thank God for stepping in. And I didn't do that which the wicked does to make quick cash. I thank God. So I want you to pray to God this morning that this week, He will help you trust in Him. He will help you be patient with Him. He will help you wait patiently for Him to act. Because only God can do that which He has promised. Only God can do that which He has promised. Only God, only God, He gave the word. You know, so only him can bring it to fruition. Only him can bring it to fulfillment. Not what you do. Not what you do. Not even who you know. It is him that will even use people to bless you. It is him that will use people to give you the land. Only God. And that is why he's asking us to hope in him. And walk steadily in his ways without wavering. Without doubting that He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or imagine. Father, we thank you because we will possess the land. We will possess our possession. We will possess everything that you have promised us this week. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
9: That is so good. So, um, we're singing about God's love this morning, and it's, it's so beautiful, you know, listening to the testimonies and the promise of the week. It's just screaming God's love, like when Moji um, was saying that God doesn't need us to try and figure things out for ourselves he loves us you know the song in my mind is um like a little baby you are always there for me you carry my matter for your head oh. in song. thank you god is literally carrying our matter on his head he doesn't need us to do anything he loves us and it's so amazing he gave himself for us before we were even born. He loves us so much. I can't even use words to explain it. He loves us. Yeah, and our response to him this morning is that because you love us, we love you too. We love you, Father. So yeah, we're going to be singing a love song to Jesus. And I'll be teaching us the chorus. So... Um, an original song by the choir. (laughs) So it says I love you Jesus my saviour my love Let's sing that line. I
10: love you Jesus my saviour my love It's amazing how you love you came just to die
9: for me that you came just to die for me same thing for the second part
10: I love you there's so much I want to say cause my heart's filled with words of praise for you precious lover.
9: God's love that is making me (laughs) blush.
10: Amazing, amazing And I'm thrilled by you Love so good to be true Tell us love oh so true It's simply breathtaking, Amazing That I'm loved by you I love my Savior my love it's amazing how you love me that you came just to die for me I love you there's so much I want to say cuz my heart's filled with words of praise for you precious love Restoring your love is present. We feel it. We feel it. Your love is present, always present, always there. Never leaving, never ending love. Never ending love. It's not about what we do. It's not about what we do. We could never earn it. 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 You gave it freely. You gave. Freely, you gave it freely. You gave it freely. You gave yourself up for us. For my sake, you gave yourself. You love me. You love me. You love me. You love everything. You love everything. My insecurities, my fears, my dreams. You love everything. You love everything. You love everything. You love me, the whole of me. You love me, Jesus. You love me, Jesus. I receive your love. Your love, I believe-
11: us. How many of us know that the Bible says that he has loved us not with a temporary love. Can you give this some volume? Thank you. The Bible says he has loved us not with a temporary love but with a what? With an everlasting. You know why it will be everlasting? Because the love can meet you anywhere you are. In the pit it can meet you. Having a bad day, the love can reach you. You enjoying life. Hallelujah. All right. You having the best time of your life, the love of God can reach you. You having the worst time of the day, the love of God can reach you. It takes only love that is everlasting to be able to meet those very specific requirements. And you know the funny thing about we human, we are not used to being loved in an everlasting manner because we are very critical about love. Somebody told me something. He said, we treat love like love comes in five-liter kegs. And we try as much as possible to hoard as much because you feel it will run out. And that's why God reminds you that what I have for you is everlasting. It doesn't run out. And you can rejoice today that the one that is the lover of your soul offers everlasting love. So I just want to just say, Father Lord, thank you for your love. I want somebody to mean this Thanksgiving. I have this song in my spirit but I fear that the choir may not know it so I worry I could not go
12: on without your love given from above and in my heart without you my life will fall apart you pick me up when I fall, always there when I call. Lord, I want to say thank you for loving me. I could
11: not, if you don't know, you don't bother. Go. Without your love, given from
12: above, and in my heart, without you.
11: the prophet is is too
12: consistent to let you down his integrity will not let you down
11: if he spoke it it will come to pass service. (laughs) <laughs> that song is becoming a healing stream for somebody right now. <laughs> who are that mountain before the who can say a thing and make it come to pass uh, when the lord has not decreed it so uh. in a bratusha barakate, uh, For you are the same yesterday. You are the same today and the same forevermore. My case is not different. If you could touch the woman with the issue of blood, you can touch me, Jesus. You are too faithful to fail. You will not start now everything is working for my good it will turn out in praise it will turn out in thanksgiving i will lift up my voice and shout i will lift up my voice and sing though the fig tree does not blossom yet i will rejoice i will sing to the god of my salvation even when they say the door is locked you will make many doors open unto me even when they say i did not get it you will cause water to come out from the desert that is how faithful you are That is how faithful you are. You are the one that maketh money come out from the mouth of a fish uh, just so that you can disgrace the uh, the, the, the tax collectors. uh. That is how faithful you are. You made it possible uh, that one that did not even have insemination with a man uh, can give birth. uh. That is how faithful to a word that you are. Oh the God that giveth good gifts Oh you are faithful, you are so faithful I know you to be faithful, I know you to be faithful This is how I win, this is how I win, this is how I shame the enemy this is how i confuse the enemy i will not be silent i will sing of the goodness of god because you are faithful you are good you are lovely you are everything great i sing of your praise i will shout for joy a hey, single parent, Imareshe Parosata, Impruskea Tayalaya,
12: Useia, Ikaya, Ibrosia. My heart is filled with praise, is filled with thanksgiving.
11: I do not need to see to believe. For blessed are those that do not see but yet believe. I am blessed just because I believe your word.
12: You've proven
11: yourself, proven yourself in my
12: life, life. And, and I've come, come to realize you're too, too faithful to fail room to lie by rise.
11: You are
12: worthy You are worthy of all my friends <laughs> Hey to name me, you alone are worthy, you alone are faithful God. Alone to keep me in his soul. to walk in control nothing skips you nothing skips you More time in the the wave your hands to your
11: father join the angels and wave your hands to Jesus.
12: I know you will come through I know you will come through for me. Yeah. Anasih, Alleluia Anasih, Alleluia Jehovah
1: many more
11: Father, we worship you Ay, 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 ay We worship your name all over the hall right now the father's love reaching every heart every heart that is in need of love every heart that is confused oh my father we thank you for what you have started as we go into this session of word ask oh God that you speak to your children by yourself take away every accent that I may have concerning this message and let the purity of your word let it get to every heart in the name of Jesus let it bring us to the place of knowing the place of understanding that you are such a great God the glory will remain yours as we reap of all the blessings that you have to give Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we worship. Hallelujah! Jam your hands together for Jesus. You may please have your seat. Glory to God. How many of you have gotten your voice back? My own. My own took a very long vacation, but it was funny because prior to the um, retreat. God was already talking to me about, Olumide, I want you to sing to me, but I don't want you to shout. God is a very funny person. That sometimes you have relations, you have conversations with him and you're just like, ah. like, Olumide, I don't want you to shout. I want to hear you. I want you to speak those songs. I want you to meditate on the lyrics. There's one time he said, when you are praising me, I want you to close your eyes. Ah, ah. Worship, Kosa, praise me. You know? Like you say, I've learned to serve him what he wants to eat. The moment you don't, Auntie, you are doing culinary for someone that is fasting. You are doing culinary chefing for someone that is fasting. He's not interested. So when retreat happened, and of course my voice stayed in that campground, <laughs> it came it became very, very, very imperative that I obey that word. of just worshipping him in quiet. And I've just enjoyed that. The ability to meditate in the words of songs and just express your profound gratitude through gifted lyricist and convert that into worship. And sometimes even warfare. Not some everyday you are trying to run scale. <laughs> for those that do I'm not saying it's bad I'm just saying that sometimes God can just ask you to back by early anyways um, I bring you greetings Pia is currently not in town I'm sure some of you may have noticed um, she's not in town but she sends all of her love and um, she will do well to come very soon don't ask me when yes she will come when she is to come glory to God All right. Um, How many of you have been enjoying a very, very amazing post-recalibrate experience? I see that every testimony is now hinged on and in recalibrate and after recalibrate. And I was meditating on that and the Lord told me that the recalibrate program was not an end. It was a springboard for a beginning. For some people, you are entering into new dimensions because of recalibrate. Your high point or highlights is not that you fell and recalibrate, it is where you started from. Did somebody get it? And for those that did not join, don't worry, don't feel bad. Technology has enabled you to watch the messages because you see, I can say I want to impart upon you the spirit that would work, but you need to get the wordings, you need to also get the instructions that is making some people here fly on eagle's wings, and we will not want to rob you of that. By you just getting the impartation but not having the knowledge. And that is why the messages are available. I think three now are available. I think by four now. All they said except my own as I'm the junior prophet. <laughs> but I'm sure they are working assiduously into getting mine in. Um, so I want to beg of you, please, don't look at it that I've heard it before. Go back there and hear it. In fact, I, I take very strongly that thing that um, Tayo often said he said that if you have not tried something ten times, you cannot say it's not working if you have not listened to something ten times don't say that you've, you, have, you have learnt everything in that thing listen and listen and listen, the bible says that Jesus went into the books to know what was written of him like he's is Jesus but he still went to the books to know what was written of him so that he will not lose guard so that the day they came and they say, let's make you king he would say ah, when I read it that was not making me king, the closest to crown that I had was thorns And the Bible said he ran. So please read this, watch these messages and let them, you know, really springboard you into having your own encounters. For some of you, you had encounters based on the thickness of corporate anointing. But God is saying that I'm not stopping at corporate anointing. I want to create an inferno in your house. I want you now to be a a firecracker to people. So you can't stop at, I fell down. Oh my God, I've never fallen in my life for long. You can't stop there. You have to desire. You know, you know now. That's where some people are. Ah, presence here thick or long. It should not stay there. There is more. Eh? You know, every time I see the gift of Pastor Tayo, I just look at the fact that calm down. Every single one of us has similar gifts. That if you allow yourself to be disciplined enough to work your gift. It's the same spirit. Ah, let's not go there. Hey, ay yeah, yeah. I even have a testimony for the same spirit, but coming to a store near you. If you allow for the fanning of the things that the Lord has put in the inside of you, you will have similar results. Some of you, you don't need to do it like Baba mm, mm, I, eh, eh, mm, mm, I see. It may not be that. It may just be a tap at the back and say, you know what? The Lord is making a way for you and that will be a prophetic word to someone. That's it. If you fan to flame what the Lord has given you, it's the same result. Because it's just for the edification of the saints. Alright. So I would be taking us on the covenant. I I took us on the covenant in, in Recalibrate. I'm going to be taking us on like a sequel to that. Um, I wish my message was out so that it would have helped some people build. But what you will do is, since it's not out, my old message and my new one, you will have it together and you'll be able to, you know, have a great understanding of what I was talking about then and what the Lord is saying to us today. All right, let's open our Bibles to Genesis 15. During Recalibrate, I was emphasizing on the importance of the covenant and I used Exodus 19 and I started with saying that God wants to give us special gifts. How many of us remember when I talked about special? Everybody wants to be special. You want to have special effects. Some of you, you are not content with snapping picture. You have to add effects. Now, some people's effects have made it very difficult for us to identify them in real life. Some people have gone into more effects have made themselves like avatars that, you know, Everybody wants something special. You want to have that umph, that little thing that differentiates you from the rest. That one thing that people celebrate a bit more than the other people. It could be the way you smile or it could be the way you look. It could be, there are many things that we all try to want to receive the accolade of oh you are special a guy comes to a girl and tells her oh my god you are so beautiful you are so special and somewhere between her there is a smile that erupts because it is not that the word has not been said before but saying it to her brings attention to something we all want to be special a guy is walking down the way and they say oh my god you smell so nice and the are like oh, 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 oh thank you very much we all want to be special and it's amazing that God identifies with the need for man to be special and he says I want to make you special and God starts by that in Exodus uh, 17 telling how he wants to make Exodus 19 sorry how he wants to make his people special no keep it at Genesis 15 I'm just giving a bit of a sequel Um, and he started by saying how he wants to make his people special so special that he wanted to make a covenant with them And that was where everything started from. So I'm going to go into Genesis 15. And this was a conversation that was ensuing between a great man that at the time was called Abram. Before he became Abraham, the father of many nations. And and this was one man that that had encounters with God, not at an elementary level, for crying out loud. It takes a a great amount of, of, of faith, you know, for you to do the kind of thing that Abraham was doing. In fact, at the end of the day, the Bible recorded him as a man of what? Faith. And the Bible says without faith is it is impossible to what? Please God. So this was a man that was walking on a very, very, very peculiar tangent with God. So let's see what happened in Exodus, in Genesis 15. It says, some time later, the Lord spoke to Abraham in a vision and said to him, do not be afraid, Abraham, I will protect you and your reward shall be great. Another special thing. God is speaking to him in a vision and he says, I'm going to be your shield. I'm going to protect you, meaning that nothing can harm you and your reward shall be great. Reward for what? If you read further verses, you understand what the Lord was saying. Just before this was when he gave a tithe to um, um, Melchizedek. Yes, I almost said Mephibosheth. That's another guy in the time of Saul, you know, and David. But he gave a tithe to Melchizedek and the Bible said Melchizedek was standing as a, was standing almost as a replica to God or to Jesus in the New Testament. And he did that, and the next verse, as we said, was him having this conversation with God. But look at something that happens to some of us. Yes, God has given you certain promises. Some promises you've gotten in the year, and you've heard that word, and it seemed like, "Oh God, this is good." But Lord, there are still issues that you are not talking about. We was awesome. We cried. I prayed more than one hour. But far you and this Canada. God everything was so nice I was literally floating my well, account is still down it did not float with me I was self floating and it's funny but let's not lie don't we go through these internal conversations like some of you after recalibrate you still need the money to buy painkillers for your back for money we not still day and you're like God how far so that was something similar to what Abraham was going through. He said, oh sovereign, and Abraham replied, oh sovereign Lord, what good are all your blessings? What good are all your blessings? I have a profound respect for Abraham because there are some things that in the Old Testament, I don't think you should be saying. Consider the way God was dealing with people then. <sighs> This man knew something we didn't. He says, what good are all your blessings when I do not even have a son? So it seems to say that God, I understand that you are with me. I understand that this is a service that they are talking about love everywhere. Everybody's feeling gish, 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 gish. They are doing, ha. Ah. He's like, Aaron being the gospel version. But God, how far this matter? You know waiting, carry me, come here. They go chase me for house. Rent is a stuff. So it seemed as if God was answering every other thing but what was most important to Abraham. And the Bible said, and Abraham said, since you have given me no children, you know what? Elisa of Damascus, my servant, will inherit all the wealth. Meaning that I'm not interested in your wealth because I cannot transfer it. So I might as well just give it to a slave. Another very bold statement. I would have thought next verse is Antonda mercy see what the Bible says, it says you have given me no descendants of my own so one of my servants will be my heir I want to believe that the reason why God was not vexed with him was because this was a pain point in his heart he was not speaking to scorn God, he was speaking a heart issue you know the way I will tell you that we don't question God but you can ask him questions Sometimes you are like God, but God, what have I done wrong? He will not send thunder because He understands that you are not being rude. You are just trying to navigate this difficulty. But God, I am coming to the church. I'm, I am doing my best. I have stopped X, Y, Z. What's going on? And the Lord said I should, you know, preach on this because there is a generation of people that you are here and you are just following the wind of everybody. New revs, new revs, new rev, new rev. Hey. Boko wale. It's not entering. It, are you with me? Eh? Let me roar. Woo. But there is no capacity to roar at your issues. That issue is still roaring at you. But communally, we are all roaring together. The funny thing is, all some of us that are roaring. Our demons are falling. You no, know? there are some of us here. Yeah. The devil is really being attacked. But there are some of you here, bandwagon, these statistics, we are all in family. (laughs) And that is very, very dangerous because I said to somebody this morning, I said, it is not the truth you say that sets you free. It is the truth you know. Maybe it's a good time to share this testimony. Immediately after we calibrate and all the spiritual exercise, like the first thing that for me even happened to me was during recalibration, I didn't even tell my wife, I was fasting. I fasted from the, from the week into my session. And you guys know this time my, my session was at. But at that time I had not eaten. Where that strength came that I was demonstrating because I'm the kind of person that if I'm hungry I'll be grumpy. So, when the Lord was saying that he's starting to deal with things, I need uh, food go collect. And it was such an amazing experience, you know. Certain things that I used to struggle to not leave in terms of certain types of food. It just started to fall off me like scales. I just look at them. I'm not hungry. Blah, 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 blah. So, Monday comes in and I was very pumped that yes, yeah, I'm good. Then I started to feel a certain kind of way in my health. I'm like, God, this cannot be the reward of Recalibrate now. We have roared at the enemy. Where is he bringing this one from? Did I, I did, did I know Roy enough? Did my roar remain one? And believe me, guys, by Tuesday, by that time my wife was even out. And I was alone in the house. I was shaking like a leaf. No jokes. I was, I was, that type of shake. Shakey, shakey daddy, yeah. I was like that. And I was not perplexed. That, but we just recalibrated. How? Where he take enter inside my house? They said, "Well, it's possible that some of you went to the office and you maybe got a bad news." And I'm like, "No, but recalibrate is equals liberty. Are, every door is supposed to be opening." And I was in that space, and I remember that the one thing that did not leave me was the prayer of our amazing sister
12: for the same spirit that same spirit
11: I think she brought all of us into the consciousness of something about the fact that that thing that we call the spirit of God that could raise the dead they did not now cut it and divide it by 15% so that it can carry, no they gave you the same thing if it can heal, if it can bring from death to life what is shaky shaky? So I turned off my AC, of course, put my duvet over my head, and I just kept shaking. for the same spirit? But I knew I was telling my body something that mm, I understand what you are communicating to my brain, but sir, body, this same spirit is inside of me. It's the same way you will come back when you just finish eating now and you are still feeling hungry. It's not possible. Uh-uh. is the food coming out as sweat? No now, his stomach is going, I can't be hungry. I was telling him, no. I carry the same spirit. And I was saying that intently. I didn't read my school, the Bible. I, no, no, I didn't even, no, 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 no. I stood on that word. I stood on it. I literally, guys, when I went to bed, I literally felt like a surgery was happening to me. And somewhere in the midnight, I started to find remote remote for AC to but that was not all so by that time I stopped the shaking but I still had a bit of loss of appetite I, I ate of course keeping to tradition you know I have to eat now, it's tradition, I have to eat is it not I, yes, you know you guys are too, you too like gist but I saw that I still had to contend with the word so there's another generation of people that you say, hey, but I said the same spirit. Everything should have gone. No, we stay winning, we stay fighting. Are you there? Yes, and the next morning, I would say, and I would go to work, and I will have sore throat. You know that kind of sore throat that when you swallow your saliva, it's like, hmm And I would like like, same spirit. Uh-huh. The same spirit. And I kept at it. I didn't back out for some funny reason, the lady that helps us to clean, I don't know whether auntie has carried all the drugs in our house. All our spare panadol, everything. I couldn't find one. One. I went to have my hair cut. Coming back, I went to a supermarket. Please, you have panadol. They don't have I said, ah. same spirit you need. But I noticed that I was not able to sweat. Of course. I don't know whether that's because of malaria. But what happened? I came to church this morning and we were having a morning prayers in the upper room and the Lord was telling me about fire and I started praying about fire and from nowhere I started to you know when you bring cloth when I said this the way laughing you know when you bring cloth out of soaked water you know the way the cloth used to drip that was how I was dripping this morning I was shouting fire and I was dripping some of them wanted to now help me with handkerchief I said no this sweat is a testimony Let it flow, finish. Why did I say this? Every time there is an encounter, the devil tries to cheat you of the fact that you really got something. But can I say to someone, when you have an encounter, it is not just the blessing you get, it is the power to recreate the blessing every time. It will be weak of God to make you only get healing only at retreats. Are we not going to walk again? Are we not going to do other things? Are we not going to touch the world? So after every magnificent program when friends pray. And you see that's a problem with some of us. Because you have now hinged mighty miracles on certain spiritual programs. You now go looking for them like program magnets. One of the things that the programs do for you is to give you power to replicate because it's the same spirit. And what other way to test whether you carry it than when the enemy, in thinking he wants to afflict you, sets the stage for you to now show that you truly carry the power. So it makes sense that the Bible will say in Matthew 4 that and Jesus, uh, uh, filled with the Holy Spirit, was led into the wilderness to be tempted of the enemy. It makes sense that shortly after God will say, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Guys, did you notice that when God was saying in whom I'm well pleased, Jesus had not done a single miracle in the retreat I told you guys that every time God wants to speak to you, God starts to speak to you about your end before the, in the beginning so that you can start to appreciate the journey that you guys are about to go to so Jesus just baptizing he dove, the spirit of God was already coming like a dove, saying this is my son, in whom I'm well pleased, meaning that the next couple of things that you are going to do, I have faith that you make me proud so Jesus will go into the wilderness and there will be strength to fast. And like it was in the script, the devil will come, thinking there was a weak man, God saying that this is me about to show victory to the enemy. And the devil would. I want to believe the devil must have thought very hard about his one opportunity to tempt God in the men, in, in the person of Jesus. I don't think that it's not, the, it's not the kind of course or exam that he will not prepare for. I want to believe that he would have been Waiting for that day, I will check. Ah, 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 let me research. Ah, he's coming to save the world. I will tell him that I can help him save the world. Go forth for him. I go, oh. I want to believe he really planned for it. But can you see the way Jesus answered? Jesus answered with so much authority that it made the plans of the enemy seem like as if he did not plan at all. We have gotten so used to that temptation story that is so normal to us. You don't know how hard it took the devil to muster that courage, but God just killed him like a single fly. Because he carried the spirit of God. The Bible says, and the devil thought he could afflict him with hunger. And Jesus knew that the problem is not hunger. Is if I start to obey you now, I will forever obey you. You are advising me to turn stone to bread. Me too, I will now turn stone to the bread. So that the day you tell me, kill that one that I should save, I will now kill him no sir, man shall not live by bread alone it is by every word that is spoken from the mouth of the master leave me to be hungry but I will not obey your word that was what was going on there you know the way battles are happening in the physical but there is a spiritual connotation to the battles that are happening, that was exactly what was happening you thought it was about the ability to turn stone to bread, no there was an internal conversation behind that stone to bread that Jesus was addressing with it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that was spoken by the mouth of the Lord. So behind every encounter you must understand that you have received power to replicate it. And that is why God will say go into the world and preach the gospel because he has put something in the inside of you. It would be irresponsible if he did not put something and he says you should go. You would die it also makes sense that he will tell the disciples I know you guys have been with me for so long but wait till you have been endued with what? are you getting me? so that the moment you get the power then you now hear the scripture how Jesus went with the Holy Ghost and with what? power and he went about healing those who are oppressed because God was with him the power now starts to make things happen for you even though you received it from a place of collective anointing so, I'm going to still go through the five things that... Or the four things I talked about. I talked about the promise, the power of agreement, the power of instruction, power of holiness, and power of anticipation. Good. So, the desire, as we have come to understand, was the fact that this man wanted his son more than anything else, even more than financial blessings. I'm just going to say to someone, and the Lord said I should tell you to write it down. Write down now what it is that substitute child for Abraham what is it that you are going through that even though you are happy about new realms, new realms roar, roar, everything there's still that but situation there's still that one thing there's still that thing that still makes you feel like God if we're nice if you do this one too now he said I should tell you to write it down write that desire down i give you some seconds to write it down. I'll give you some time to think about it. Write it down. What is it? They are like, God, if this thing does not come to pass, I don't see how the other things will make sense. For some of you, it can be a massive debt that is hanging on your neck. For some of you, it can be the fact that you feel that you've lost opportunities and you are not able to ascend to a level that you have always envisaged that you will be. So yes, you are hearing that God is blessing you. God is doing it for you. He's in your neighborhood. But you're like, God, this one, if you don't do it, I'm in trouble. All right, if you've written it now, let's go to four. Now, the Bible says, now, this is the promise. Number two, the promise. The first is the desire. The second is the promise. The promise is what God has just said. And I said to you, every time you have a desire, God will always give you a promise. What's the promise? Then the Lord said to him, no, your servant will not be your heir. For you will have a son of your own, and you will, and you will be, no, you have a son of your own who will be your heir. God gave him a word. Now I want to tell you that before God starts to address the need, He first gives a word. Hope you know that. If you have not found the word, you need to painstakingly go and ask the Lord. Now, God, what is the word for this situation? God answered him as direct as he could. God, I don't have a child. And because I don't have a child, everything I have will go to my slave. God answers, no, it will not go to your slave, for I will give you a child. Direct. So now we're going to the power of agreement. Verse 6. Okay, thank you. 5. See how God buttressed the word. This was something that struck me. You know God said I will give you a a a Jab your neighbor and tell him a son Good Now see what God says in verse 5 He says that he took and The Lord took Abraham outside And said to him Look at the skies and count the stars If you can That's how many your descendants That's how many descendants you have But well, you said a son But well, I'm looking at the sky And I'm seeing Many stars If I go to the seashore, I'm seeing many grains of sand. How? I want you to tell you something, guys. And I'm privileged to be the only child of my mother. Somebody say, ah. Okay. Whatever the ah means. I remember my mother said this thing over me one day. She said... Olu Amonye, and that's actually the full meaning of my name it's not Olu Amide, no, it's Oluwamide, my first child has come so it means that she was hoping for more, but albeit, I'm the only one, alas but she said something one day, she said Oluwamide, you are worth a thousand children so it means that for somebody here you may feel like God, you just said one son one son is not enough to answer my barrenness issues. And God is saying, "You don't understand that one is equals to as many sons in the ground, as many stars are in the ground." I say this to say to someone: There's somebody here you are despising the assignment God has given you because it is. And God is like, "You don't understand how I operate. I can literally with one." create multiple. I don't need to create greatness out of many. I can make one great that will not create multiplication effect of greatness. Thank you Lord. So six. See what happened. The moment all that happened that conversation with God look at the posture of Abraham. The Bible says and Abraham believed the Lord and the Lord did what? The Lord counted it unto him as righteousness because of his what? Faith. Now, this is where for some of us, we get to and we're like, no, Lord, show me. Let me be sure that you will do it. Mm -mm, mm -mm. The law of agreement says that if he said it, you must back it up by fully believing. Is somebody there with me? You must back it up by receiving that word. That Lord, I believe this thing that you have said. My situation does not need to look like it for you to make it happen. And I feel over and over again, God has shown us that He can literally create out of nothing. Too many times we are too bothered about the raw material of the success we want. And because you have a mindset of the kind of material, the kind of success I'm saying, Lord, I should be working in like, you know, a Fortune 500 company, so I need to do masters. Who said you need to do masters? Who? So God, I'm really thinking that for me to have that fashion house, you know, I need to be friends. with like, you know, all these ladies, I don't want to mention their names. And God is like, who said you will need them? so Lord I I kind of feel like my shop should be on like like just in front of 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 the place so that before they enter they will see my shop and it's like who said you need that a lot of times because of the mentality we have as to how success should be for us we are not easily able to say God you know what my wife is not pregnant it seems like as if time is against us but you know what I believe what you have said some of you, will say, No, now, Lord, let I even have one miscarriage. Let's even know that the womb is working. <laughs> you see, these things that I'm saying are conversations in our minds. We are testing the water with God, that God now, show me a cloud. Some of you now say, Shabi, you did it for Gideon now. If it rain, let it rain in Yaba and not rain in Sabo. Then let it rain in Sabo. The power of agreement says that you must believe everything the Lord has said. Now, the next thing you now start to see is instruction. This is something I want to share with you guys. Every time God wants to introduce you into something, because He knows that your power is limiting, He has to help you by covenant. Hmm. Moses, I will deliver the children of Israel from the mighty hands of Pharaoh. But for me to do that, I need to establish a covenant with you such that when certain signs start to happen, it makes it difficult for Pharaoh to hold the people. What are one of those covenants? The Bible said, stretch the rod, it will turn to snake. Hold the tail, it will turn back to a rod. Go and meet Pharaoh. He had a partnership with God. So there are certain things that God wants to do in your life. He has to enact covenant. You know the beautiful thing about covenant? Covenant says two people come together. It can be more, but let's use two people. And they bring, sometimes they don't need to bring equal amount of resources. Do you know? Somebody can bring 70 and someone will bring 30. But both of them enjoy ownership of that company. So God says, this thing I want to do. Your 30% cannot bring it to pass. I need it to be 100%. So you know what? I will bring 70. I will be the one that will turn rod to snake. I will be the one that will turn the river Nile to a, a blood place. I will be the one that will send the plagues. But I need you to be my spokesman. I need you to walk in faith with me. Some of you are like, God, I have heavy dreams, but the money does not have, I don't have the money to fund those dreams. God, like, I know, I know. That's why I'm calling for partnership. you come. You have the dream. Be, I put the dream inside of you. Okay, good. I have the resources. The ta- cattle, cut, 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 the thousand years are mine. Good. Let us come into a partnership together. I know your strength is little, but don't worry. I will make the provision that will cover for your shortcomings. So God introduces man into partnership. Is somebody with me? You get into partnership with God and he now starts to do mighty things with your small thing. Because how would you explain that this is Abraham that at best he was just serving the Lord. Or how would you explain Moses that his birth already was controversial. First in the house of, 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 of Pharaoh he fought somebody, he ran away he's now staying with his, you know very very funny story then you now come to that same person and you told him to go and deliver the people but you forgot to heal him of stammering And even when he reminded you of stammering, you still did not fix it. You still say, Don't worry, my balobe. Carry the stamina in the go. We go use them. And it seemed like he is an incomplete person doing a mighty work. Partnership. Because during that partnership, that covenant, even Moses, when he starts to see certain things happening, he will know that he's not my intelligence. It is the God that I carry. So I started to understand what the Lord was saying when he talked about partnership and covenant. So you see that very, very so often God is so quick to strike covenant with his children because covenant is also something that makes the parties obliged to fulfill their responsibilities. When you have a relationship, a covenant relationship, another very similar covenant his marriage nobody wakes up and say I want to be the one that will be providing for somebody everybody went to school you have education, I have education you are working, i working thank God we are not going to the farm and killing goat anymore his hair that we are all using to make money but the moment I signed one long document after I wore white and you wore white and I tore away something comes upon me to make me responsible for you I have to uphold the part of the covenant. It makes me obliged to that conversation. And you as a lady, you are tired, work was stressful, so your boss just started to behave like he went to go and renew his contract from the devil. But after all that, you still come home. Something tells you that daddy has to eat. And you start grudgingly, you shall go to the kitchen, say, oh guys, rice I have. Bro. Don't be having mind for pounded yam. It's rice. But something is obliging you to make it happen, and you look at him like, "Oh, and I want, and I was really hoping to eat your panda the jam." Then one strength comes from somewhere inside of you and say, ah, oh, this, man, this little boy," and you shall do it. Covenant makes you obliged. The same way when you too, you are carrying heavy load. God looks at you, say, oh, "See my daughter, will oh, you yeah, come, come, come?" She should be due for promotion. I've been in jail. Gabriel, What do you think? Giver covenant binds for obligation. I am forced to watch over you. I'm having a very busy day at work, and I get a phone call. And I cut the call, and before my phone goes back into the black mode, I see my screensaver, and I see my wife. I'm like, ah, I never even called this one today. Safe. How far now? You do all right? I've just really been down talk to me what's happening it's covenant if she's just a friend I don't have the time are you getting the importance of covenant are you getting why God will enact covenant so that both parties are conscious of what they owe each other and also for you too you wake up in the morning and you want to kill all your goals but covenant reminds you that we wati mo wala ye so you lift up your hands and say, "Lord, I thank you for the morning." And, one, and God is like, "Whoa!" This girl's praise is like hot akara with freshly baked bread. Hey, take watch, wait, And you guys start to enjoy of that covenant He's giving. You a giving. He's giving. You are giving. That's how God operates. Quick to establish covenant. And with every covenant now comes instructions. Because when you now have covenants, you now start to know what are the things I expect from you, what are the things that you expect from me. So your husband tells you, ah, honey, I just didn't want to tell you when we were dating. I normally used to react to your pancake. That's it, eh? Maybe we should be buying the one that they make. But because of the love both of you share, you know he is not indicting you. And if he's a wise man, if there's a man in the house, hear me now. When you say that kind of thing, go and look for the food that she makes that is the best. You don't say, but your fried rice. Oh my god. We should open a bakery. No, no, you can't open bakery for fried rice. You should open a restaurant for that your fried rice. What? I've eaten your mother's own. It's not like it's your own, eh? PhD. Finish work. The girl is like, oh, she has forgotten pancake. (laughs) No, this and no thank you very much now you start to understand the fine lines of responsibility in covenant a man is now bolder to tell you his needs a woman is now bolder to tell you his needs God is now bolder to tell you you know what I'm a holy God I do like holy things we can't be doing that club life anymore it vexes me. And you're like, Ha! Huh? Oh, God, now. Ah, ha! I've never seen me come in. And God is like, No! Before you spoke a word, I was singing over you. So live that life. And you like, God, help me. And He's like, Yes, I will help you. Covenant. Right? Then you two, you go and say, ah, God, I won't lie. I slept off and I really wish I had time for this presentation. But I know I read it a bit, but I don't really feel I'm all together. Can you help me? And it's like, don't worry. You will open your mouth and I will feel it. Then you two, you now go to that time K, K. Um, sir, I just want to say that we will be having a 25% increment on this and this and this and they're just looking at themselves and you can hear them whisper, who is that lady, is that lady? Can we poach her? And all that happened and you if you know, is not you. You know that there was a walking in the inside of you that made your nonsense look smart. Responsibilities of covenant. God now starts to invest in the inside of you to make you look more than you were. Your 30% now looks like 100 because there's a man that is daily lavishing love on you. Those are the instructions. So when you hear instructions like thou shall not kill which is where I'm going to. Mentally we are taught that thou shall not kill and all those many instructions that God gave the children of Israel in the time of Moses were stringent because of him no, he was trying to say if you kill I don't like people that kill, so how I can see you and like you is if you do not are you getting it are you that, I know you have the ability to lie and convert your neighbor's wife, but I'm not about that kind of life, so if you do it, I will be upset and you see there are certain people that normally do this thing, I deal with them. I don't want to call the names of noisemakers and my best child is there. Those were the reasons for the commandments. But you see the commandment was flawed. Because the commandment focused on the many things you should not do but it did not fully emphasize on the things that you should do. So God trying to change things seeing that no matter how much I tell them do not do, do not do. It's like do not now use to sweet them. It's like that child that says don't touch the cupboard. Ah, mommy has put candy inside the cupboard. <laughs> he started to incite some form of unnecessary desire and curiosity. So he saw that he was not working. And God was like I need to change this thing. You know? The Bible said concerning the Israelites during the time of Moses, when he gave them the commandments. In fact, when he showed up, the Bible said, "And a thick cloud came on the mountain. after the third day, when he showed up, after all that drama, do you know how the children of Israel responded? He said, "Moses, George, George, What long are you, you Be speaking to him, You come and speak to us." They started to translate God's mightiness into fear. And God is like, no, for us to have covenant, I don't want you to be afraid of me. I want you to have respect for me, but I don't want you to be afraid of me. You know, the only thing that can bring, that can keep you respecting somebody and not being afraid of them. Do you know what can? Love. Your father can be a military man. The only reason you can still allow him to be your father and allow him to father you is because of love. So God is like, how do I show myself as lamb and they don't always see me as lion? Love. And he sent his son to show us how they do it over there. Because we didn't know. Moses didn't teach us how to love. He told us how to fear God. But Jesus came to show us how to love. And that is why prayers will look like our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. It sounded very chill. Go and look at Moses' own before paragraphs. So look. if you call, thou shalt not have craving image, thou shalt not shake down. Then this is how you're going to walk when you're about to enter. If you're a priest, don't wear this kind of clothes. So if you're a woman, don't have this. If you, if you, if you have your message, gone away. Just call like this. If you do sin, you fall we'll down. will drag you with rope. Just be doing like this. The Old Testament made the reward for obeying that you don't die the new testament made the reward for obeying proximity you started to enjoy a, start, a, a type of fellowshipping with God when you obey him you know that feeling you now feel in Christ when a sin comes to your doorstep and you are able to overcome it it is a joy of daddy is happy, I passed not hey, thank God I just skipped thunder because I had to say last week. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you getting what Jesus was trying to drive at? That was what the new covenant was offering. Are you, are you with me? With it, there was also the notion of grace. Which is something that the Lord puts in place. While you are trying to understand love in its perfect form. You see what the beautiful thing about grace. Is grace addresses when you sin the only time grace comes alive is when there is a matter of iniquity you know, you see when I was doing exams, there's this thing they call safety net, I don't know whether they still do it now it's a system whereby they say, the cut off mark is 70, but if 50% of the class get less than 70 but they get more than 60 the new cut off mark will now be 60 that safety net never comes out if everybody is on 70 above. If you want to back that 40, you will fail. Because it seems as though every other person in that class had the mental acumen to pass that course. But the examiners or the school owners, when they see that everybody got 70, they now start, I mean, they, everybody got 50 over 100. They now start to say, it may seem like this. Maybe the teacher was not good enough. Maybe he did not teach them to understand. So they now say, you know what? We can't fail all of them because not all of them can be dull now. Let's reduce the cutoff mark and see the ones that out of all of them. Some of you are saying not my school. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and they bring that safety net in so that some people that really tried can move. That's grace. Grace says that while you're trying to figure out how not to sin, this is promotion. That you know what? We will continue till you get better that was not available in the days of old did you guys notice what happened when they actually um, did a craving image when Moses went up and Aaron did it, did you remember who knows what happened after, let me see Bible scholars, sir Eh? no, no, not that one, that was Caleb and Joshua, yes sir thank you very much The next thing that happened, he told each man to bring out their sword and they should turn their sword backwards and they should start collapsing into each other. And the Bible says 300, if I can remember very clearly. Let me check so that you don't think that I've opened my own Bible. Let me show you guys. Because I want you to value what you have and don't take that grace for granted. Because grace only came about by a new covenant. I'm going to Exodus, I think it's thirty
12: two. Yeah, thirty two, twenty seven. Exodus thirty
11: two, verse twenty seven. Can somebody? Moses told them, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Each of you, take your swords and go back and forth from one end of the camp to the other end of the camp. Kill everyone, even your brothers, friends, neighbors. Just because. Some people are traumatized. Yeah, that that was your God then. Because when you understand covenant, the devil will not blackmail some of you again. That was what it. Next verse. See how many people died just by this singular act. The Levites obeyed Moses' command and about how many people died? 3,000 people died that day. So when you are now in this new covenant, you must understand that that is why he says that may we now sin, that grace may abound. Don't mess up what some people did not enjoy. So God will give you instructions. And the instructions are to help the covenant. I feel instructions are the lubricants of covenant. It's what keeps it fluid. Fluid. It's what keeps the conversation mutual. It's what gives us healthy respect for one another. And in the New Testament, you see how God broke down what was, what was ten commandments into two. And some of you would have thought that the two commandments are the easier ones. No, they are not easy. Let me show you why. And I think my wife has said it before. Before now, you hear things like, do not take your neighbor's wife. New Testament says, if you as want as think of it in your mind, Look at that. one in the whole command. You must be seen to be doing it. This one, if you think it, you see why grace had to come. Because some of you's Instagram does not use to allow us to keep focus. So thank God for grace. I will, you know me, I will talk my truth. I will say it. Eh? This institution that men now, your button is starting from here. It's not understanding me again. I'm looking at a man's shirt and I'm thinking it's actually like a blouse. No, like they literally did one event recently. I don't know what premiere they were premiering. And I saw men dressed like women. And they came out looking like, hey, Gugu. I'm like, what's going on? Hmm? Sorry? Oh, oh. Oh, that's the name. Ojuju oh, was the name. Ojuju oh, Ball was the name. Are you know, and this kind of thing stay on, on these platforms and someone like you that God is having a walk of faith with. You are literally, ma you are literally staying away from vampires and movies. Then you see your famous celebrity looking like something that you running away from. That was just a joke, but you get what I'm trying to say. Three thousand of them died because of grace that was not available. So you understand when the Bible says when God sees you, he sees Jesus. Because Jesus was the spotless one. Jesus was the one that was free of sin. Jesus, do you know that Jesus, while you have a choice to... You know that scripture that says, I lay before you life and death, choose life that you may live. While you have a choice, Jesus did not have a choice. He couldn't have chosen. Because there would be no other blood to wash his own sin... So he had to stay pure just so that his blood could be the only thing that can truly wash away sins. Oh, no. The Bible says he came in the form of man. So whatever it is that you went through, he could have gone through it and fell. The Bible will say, I get so many. He says, My soul is weary to the place of sorrow and even in that place he did not sin teaching somebody that even when you are in a feeling of depression you don't need to make certain decisions I was there and I made it a success I survived it whatever it is God showed you that you can live a sin free life not because I spoke it but because I lived it so when he says be thou holy for I am holy he knows what he was talking about that you can actually be in a place and be pressed on all sides, but you will not conform. It's possible, it's possible. These are the benefits of the new covenant. You know, Brother Emmanuel was teaching, was saying something this morning. He was saying that you see, God did a covenant with the new, with every firstborn child. But if you are a woman and you don't want your child to be given to that covenant, you need to go to the priest and pay them a certain amount to buy that thing off your child's head so that God will not use the boy. The boy can can stay with you. Because if he's a Levite, that means temple life. You don't move. Right? But a lot of parents will take the option of, they will pay. But somewhere, Hannah, pressure brought Hannah to the place of getting and needs brought her to the place of God's perfect will. Because she said that, you see, I see many women, sir. They are paying to have their children back. Me, I'm saying, if you give me, I'll give him. I will give you. This, my child, just give me, I'll give you. So what am I trying to say, guys? There gets to a time that when you start to follow the instructions of the Lord, you understand why he's asking you to do these things. He's not to hurt you. Because the biggest problem I feel is some of us feel like God is cramping our style by telling us to be holy. No. You want to enjoy this partnership, this continual life of living in the fullness of what he has said to you. There are tenets. The Lord was telling me something. He said, the reason why power seems to have left the church is that not many people are talking holiness again. Guys, holiness needs to be there. The Lord told me another thing. He said, my demands for my children has not changed. I still require purity. Purity is in the Old Testament. It's in the New Testament. There's no way that God has now endorsed that on your wedding day you can open this thing now. There's no way he has said it. There's no way he has said that when you are now finally pushed to the wall I allow you to shout but just tell them that you know this is not me, it's not my real face. But there's no way, there's no way. These standards are the same. What he has just made available now is a grace for your shortcomings. But come as you are, don't stay as you are. Do you guys get me? The last thing I'm going to say as we round off. So, I've talked on instruction. I've also, you know, subtly talked about holiness. Anticipation. Anticipation is you posturing yourself that that thing that God has said he will do. So, back to the life of Abraham. Thank you, Lord. Back to the life of Abraham. God had given him a word. God has told him, This is what you do. The part I did not tell you, the instruction God told him was that you should circumcise. Your child and yourself. Hey, I know some of us are not doctors, but the process of circumcision is best done if you're a child. Abby? Yes. We are all mature people, you know what circumcision is. Not for somebody that is in 90 something. So it means that sometimes to uphold the covenant, some instructions may look very strong. We are in a generation where if you tell people, God said don't watch TV, they are going to shout you down. What do you mean? Our God is not retrogressing, no. Our God is heap, Our God is fun. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. And if there's anything you know about God, God sometimes will not deny you a pleasure for life. He will only deny you a pleasure for a certain time. He has not said don't have sex. He just said don't have sex before marriage. You will still have it. Most likely get tired of it there's a time that five chicken is what is shocking you after a while wisdom tells you that aunties stick to fish eee. there's a time every time in your bag it is candy after a while nobody tells you fruit you, 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 you get what I'm trying to say you get what I'm trying to say nobody is, is, is. so there's sometimes that God says for this season of your life you don't need to be on social media ah that's the voice of the devil more no call? Want to send me back into the trenches? No, ma. Have you noticed that your biggest challenge in our generation now is that you cannot have five minutes of still time? In fact, it's just that the time is up now. I wanted to do a, a game. I was just going to stand here and I was just going to stare at you guys for five minutes. Some of you will start to check my mic. Is he working? Okay? Some of, somebody will go there and be signalling. Is Pastor okay? I check when she to the first slum. Is it? He- we do not understand stillness our world is so fast paced that we do not understand when God is calling you for a remodeling so sometimes what he does is he orchestrates conditions that enables you to be still the bible says and Jesus being led by the spirit go to the wilderness imagine Jesus was now binding the wilderness never I shall be great my destiny is great he has just told me let me go and do this Why am I saying this guys? We are in a generation where for you to do the work of God you must follow his precepts. And anticipation says that for the joy of what he is saying to you you are willing to go through the process with him. Don't forget it was not this man's idea to give him the promise. The promise was not just about son. I'm sure you know now. He was asking for his son. God was talking descendants, legacy. Hmm? God did not stop there. God did not only give him son. He also started to address the land that the descendants will stay. If you look at the Bible, it says that from the shores of Egypt to the Euphrates River, I will give you the land. It is still part of the land that is still being contested to today. Among the Israelites and I think the Iraqs Iraq or whoever. Till date, they still have to go back to what Abraham was given, because he's the father of Israel. Are you, are you getting me? Abraham did not cook that thing up. Abraham wanted just a son. God said, no. If you want descendants and you want the land, there are processes you must follow. And that processes are the things we call consecration. Consecration is that the road to the the deer is not everybody's road. You know why this is interesting that you should know? Because we just finished recalibrate. You can hear the instruction again. Some of you, you have used play, play, joy, joy to blank out the things God has said to you. I used to do it. You will play your way out of instruction. You will not hear that thing that God is saying. I say, Olymile, oh, if you don't deal with this issue in your life, you will now go years. So that you forget. You now do like as if God is not telling you about that area. No, you have been recalibrated. He's going back there. For some of you, he's still saying this is your tongue. Is this your tongue? This is your tongue. For some of you, he's saying that when would you learn to trust me? When would you learn to trust me? Why do you take things so personal? Why do you make it look like as if everybody hates you? When would you start to love? So, today's assignment, sorry I'm being PI today. You will go back. Should be you have been recalibrated. What's your line, anything? Your wheel balancing, everything is alright. You will now go and say, Lord, where are the things that you said to me that I have dropped? Where are they? There was nothing Abraham would have said I will make God change his mind from circumcision. Because in the New Testament we still had circumcision but it was now circumcision of the what? Of the heart. So you see that nothing has changed in his instructions. In the Old Testament they were talking about Mount Sinai. In the New Testament they were talking about Mount Zion. Still Still mountain. So for some of us, I understand, and I, I remember this thing that Pastor, Pastor Femi Adun said. He said, "I understand that you want soft life, but God said the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but in righteousness, peace, and what? Joy in the Holy Ghost. There are responsibilities. So now that you can pray one hour." now that you are literally levitating and you are floating and now you have the grace to not pick offence with people you know your life is going good can we go back to the instructions? can we? because the instructions are made for your good so let's rise and let's talk to God and I want you to say this to God thank you and I want you to say this to God Your grace is made available for me. Now let's say it together. Your grace is made available for me. So that I can finish well. Your grace is made available for me. So that I can do what you've asked of me. Your grace is made available for me so that I will not have uncomplete assignments so Lord help me talk to your father grace to be holy like you are holy. I receive grace to walk in your ordinances. I receive grace to walk with singular focus on the assignment. Grace is a good thing because it amplifies your little strength. Grace is good because it enables you to do things that you could not do before. Jesus name we pray if you know that with all that I've been saying one of the reasons why you've been really finding it hard to go on the path of Jesus is because there are still things that sit in your heart like idols there's grace this house to break the chains and with all heads bowed and all heads shut, if you know you are here and you are still struggling still struggling, living the life that Christ has called you to live. You know that your life should be doing deeper things for God. You know that there are certain types of consecration that he's asking of you. You know that there are certain things that you know you need to drop at the altar. You know that there's those things that no matter how excited you feel, you just seem that you are falling back into those pits. In fact, what I hear is there's somebody here that Recalibrate now is looking like a long memory to you. You're like, oh, is it like that? I, I, I can't feel the fire again, and it's because of the things that you've gone back into certain cycles that you've gotten back into that has now quenched the fire of what you received to recalibrate. If you know you fall in that same category, you've exposed yourself to maybe things that you should not have exposed yourself to. You've stopped reading the Bible again. You stop praying as you should. You stop fellowshipping. You stop fanning to flame. That thing which you've gotten, I want you to just raise your hands. Don't be shy. The, the 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 mantra for our church is no one will be left behind. We don't want to leave you behind. There is a grace that can quicken your mortal body, there is a grace that can set you on fire again. There's a grace that can relieve recalibrate weekends for you. We don't want the devil to cheat you by lying to you that you have lost it yet again. If you know you fall into that category, just raise your hand. God is here to help anyone. God is here to heal anyone. You don't need to come out. This is a personal conversation with you. But just signify to God that I need help. That blind man says, Son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Keep your eyes bowed, closed and your ears bowed. For those that your hands are up, I see you. And I just pray for you right now. That in the name of Jesus, Father Lord, flood them with the fire of your spirit. Reignite their altars again. These habits that have refused to go, Lord, today we break their holds in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, we put an end to these things that are shaming your children. And we set them free in the name of Jesus. These ones are free to live their lives fully for you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we contend as a body. Hope nation contends as a body over whatever it is that is afflicting this child. And we snatch you from the snare of the fowler. In the name of Jesus. We render you set free in the name of Jesus. We lose the power of darkness over you in the name of Jesus we bind the strong man that makes you want to go back to your vomit and we decree in the name of Jesus your fire is restored in the name of Jesus everything that has held you bound it lives and it loses out of you in the name of Jesus We decree that your joy be restored There's somebody here, your joy has been seriously affected Right now, receive the joy of the Holy Ghost Remember that time that we were recalibrated And all of us were laughing I send back that same auction over you To laugh again At the things that God is starting to do in you And how he's going to shame the enemy On those areas of your life Receive peace in your mind In the name of Jesus Whoever you are and you're troubled I decree peace be still in the name of Jesus Lord we set every single one that their hands up I will set them free by the blood of the Lamb we set them free by the blood that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel we decree your freedom now I say you are free in the name of Jesus I say you are free in the name of Jesus I say you are free in the name of Jesus you will live your life to the fullest and by the grace of God you are finishing well in Jesus name we pray jam your hands together for Jesus.
3: Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you so much, Bishop. That was amazing. One part that stood out to me was, you know, it's the same spirit. Anybody ready to to replicate everything we've heard, everything we've learned, it's the same spirit. And I sense that some people still don't believe. You know, one powerful prayer you can say as you go about your week is, Lord, help my unbelief help my own belief. And let that 70% come on you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We have some amazing people with us today. We have first-timers. If it's your first time worshiping with us, whether online or on site, can you just wave? Give us a wave.
0: drink from the living water you never thirst again you are welcome in jesus name we know that you will come again welcome welcome welcome
12: to the fountain of life yeah welcome this
3: is the fountain of life church hope center our main church is at Ilupeju, headed by Pastor Taiwo Odukoya. Our head pastors here are Pastors Olumide and Oluwa Ololabi. Church, are they welcome? Please wait behind just a few minutes. Pastor Olumide will see you very briefly. If it's your, if it was your birthday or anniversary from Monday till date, <laughs> please Happy rise. Birthday to you. Happy birthday, God bless you and keep you, in Jesus' name, amen. So we have a few announcements here, um, daily prayers hold Mondays to Fridays from 5.30am to 6am, has anybody been blessed this week, like morning prayers, yes, yes, and we need more people, we see more people have joined you yeah, are welcome to join us. You can check for the link um, on our Instagram page. Um, feed also holds every Friday on Zoom, the same link, 7 p.m. If you'd like to join the workforce, please see Sister Shola at the back. Sister Shola, please wave. Thank you. Um, all married members that haven't joined the married group, should please see Bra Ayo after service. Please wave. Any married, if you're not in the group, please see him married men and women sorry sir married men and women <laughs> um, Thursday showers holds every Thursday at main church from 9am to 11am you can also stream online on Instagram and YouTube um, there will be cell meeting after service so please let's wait behind if you've not been assigned to a cell you can also wait behind you'll be put into a cell. Um, You will be assigned to a cell, apologies. Um, A cell group, wow, you are too deep, it's not that (laughs) deep. All right, that's all. Um, Can we rise and take our offering? rise. If you've been blessed. Let's take our offering. Father Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for the gifts to be able to give. We ask that you bless it. We ask that you receive it in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Um, Let's share the grace. As we go around, time is fast spent. Yeah, let's share the grace and fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Let's take our confession. For the law, of spirit of life, in Christ Jesus, has set us free from the law of sin and death. And so sin shall not have dominion over us. For the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells inside of us and quickens our mortal bodies to the glory of his own name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a blessed week. First-timers, please see Pastor Lumidi at the back. First-timers.
4: Be seated. Please can we all be seated?
2: If you're in a cell group, we're still meeting. Don't leave yet. If you're in a cell group, all cell groups are supposed to meet.
1: How long?
0: 10, 15
2: Give or take 10-15 minutes. Please do not leave yet if you're in a cell group. Thank you. And then if you're not in a cell group, please see Ufoma. Raise your hand. Ufoma, if you're not in a cell group, thank you.
11: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. So, um, I will allow you, you do that so that we don't take much of your time. We want to say a big thank you. I personally wanted to say a big thank you for coming. Um, how did you get to know about us? Through Wow. Amazing. Um, uh, how did you get to know about us? Your friend, the lady that literally dragged you, your friend is blessed. Say amen. That's it. How did you get to know about us? Oh, are you serious? Where's your sister? What? I oh, know she's a... Wow. Wow. You do not look like... Wow, nice. Wow, awesome. Ebuka, hey, how did you get to know about us? Through a friend. Wow, look at that. So thank you so much, guys, for coming. A bit of our introduction, you must have heard it before, that this is the Fountain of Life Church. Our head office is in Ilukweju. Our pastor is Pastor Taiwo Udukoya. And my wife and I, Emisi Olumide, we pastor this branch. We have week, a weekday service that we do. And we'd like you to join. But the good thing is it's virtual, so don't be afraid. You don't have to enter traffic and all that. It's virtual. Um, it happens 7 p.m. every Friday. We call it feed, like you're feeding F-E-E-D. And um, you can follow us on our Instagram. If you check our Instagram page and you check our profile, you'll see the Zoom link for feed. We we'll really love you to come. You know why our weekday service is fun? Because it's interactive. So like what I took today now, somebody can say, okay, Pio, how do we leave this thing? I have a boss that is... How we start to engage on how to make this word. Practical. If you really look at the Bible in the book of Acts, the Bible actually said that they went to each other's houses, they were breaking the bread and they were sharing the word. So, what that meant is, I would go to your house and say, hey, hey, This is your promotion, Alpha. Why have they not confirmed it? you're like, ah, My boss said, hey, I did everything, and he still said, And you're like, hey, Yeah, let's agree. That was what they were doing. They'll come and meet you. Oh, I know that expression about marriage. But Meditation guess what? You. Let's hold us together. We're going to get the heart. best of one. No. That's what they were doing. They were breaking bread and fellowshipping in each other's houses. So you find out that the way church is is just pastor that talks. From morning to night, some of you say well, you now wake up. You say ah, I'm in church. The feed for us is the opportunity where you can talk back and say, Ah, pastor, what's your take on homosexuality? Hey, gegegege. Because they are real-life conversations, people now want to be called they and them. How do we f- work on that? These are conversations. Ah, Pio, I understand what you are saying, but in my sist- in my company, everybody is corrupt. I cannot be the odd one out. We talk about these things, so we really want to encourage. And for us, God has put it in our heart to make sure that we keep our feed like that, so that people can find a safe space to speak. Because guess what? When you don't talk about it, you still do what is in your mind. So better you talk and if there is superior counsel, you can know on time. So that's feed. Then we pray every morning. Why? It's a very good breakfast starter pack. It helps you to set your house in order because most times you wake up with to-dos. Work, bath, bus, traffic. Prayer gives you some form of structure to say between the hours of 5.30 and 6.00, I can commit into God's hands while I do my own personal devotion later. So we want to also encourage you to join us, 5:30 to 6 a.m. every Mondays to Fridays. We don't play Saturdays and Sundays. Now the Zoom link is the same Zoom link we use for our midweek. So you are not holding too many Zoom accounts. It's just the same link, and you can find it on our Instagram um, profile. Um, lastly, I see that my people have given you some hampers. It's just a way of saying thank you. Like I normally tell them, you have not gotten ah eh. You don't say, ah, please, oh, don't, we're not, we're not trying to, don't think that it's because we're trying to punish you that I did not stand up. <laughs> you know, but we just want to say thank you. In it, you find a special word from me and my wife to you. You'll also see some light refreshments, a drink, a cookie, as the Lord blesses us, we'll do more if the Lord gives us a plot of land in Banana Island. Why not, if not, give it to the people, but I want to give you a personal gift. And I don't want to give you a gift that you can eat and throw away. You can eat and you may not even like it. Maybe you are watching your weight. You don't take carbonated soft drink, whatever. I want to give you one word that the Lord is speaking over your life. And I believe that between today, mark my words, between today and the end of the year, you will see that